Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pointless Void podcast after what seems like an eternity. It has felt like forever. Yeah, I feel like the universe is trying to stop us from recording this podcast because currently we're still living in different cities. But every time I come up to visit Carter, or not to visit Carter, but to be around the area, Carter leaves. And when he comes to where I am, I leave. Yep. So we just literally have not had an opportunity to even be near each other in the last month. We were, one time we were able to see each other. My sister was in town and we met at 1 a.m. Yeah. That's the only time that we could, that we could swing it. Yep. 1 a.m. to like 3. Yep. <laughs> and then, but we obviously didn't have time to, to do an episode. Um, so we might still have a few weeks where we are going to miss um, probably but then we'll be roommates again and, and then we'll, we'll do be it. good and then, and then we'll do it weekly exactly and then it'll be so much easier again yes um my voice is i had voice surgery actually um to make my voice uh deeper mm-hmm. it worked out pretty well it worked out pretty well except when i try to talk loud i uh do i like <laughs> <laughs> it, it, uh, it cracks no i just have a sore throat for no reason that's so odd and how long has it been Couple days, couple days. I don't know why. Today's kind of actually today. The throat, like it doesn't hurt as bad, but the yeah. voice is the worst. Oh, interesting. But it doesn't sound that bad right. over the mic. It kind of does if I try to talk loud. But if you do your low voice, you know what this reminds me of? It's so funny. I remember as a kid, there was this one episode of the Jonas Brothers. Do you remember the TV show? I never watched. <laughs> like, see, I can't go high. I never watched it. <laughs> I never watched it, but I like, I know what it is. Yeah. There is this episode where um, Joe wakes up and his voice is he's sick and he can barely talk. That's like the only episode I remember. That's the only episode I remember. <laughs> I and Anyway, the whole thing was at the end, he's like, oh, I know what we have to do. We have to record a song. <laughs> That's just this love voice. And he's like, babe, I love you. And I thought it was the silliest thing in the entire world. It is. And it still is stupid. to this day. Have you seen the new, uh, I don't know why this is on my TikTok feed, the new, um, like the resurgence of Camp Rock? Um, just for no, but just for how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, I have kind of said, well, I don't watch TikTok, but um, my siblings have been into Camp Rock recently. Well, they were into like all the Disney stuff because they watched the uh, show high school the musical the right. show mm-hmm. um which i'm an olivia rodrigo fan now did you know that that's happened between the last time i saw you <laughs> really yeah i've got like really into her music it's good she's a good songwriter she is she is i'm into her now but she's um, solid speaking of music artists we wanted to make a movie from a song from a pretty actually a very popular artist that a lot of people probably don't realize they know right because it's a what do they call them a sea shanty group like i mean what do they call themselves so technically so they are a sea shanty group i guess if you want to go specific it's folk yeah they just do folk music yeah and so their song the weller man obviously got mega popular on tiktok probably one of the most popular songs ever i would probably say that because i will sing that song and everyone around me joins in no matter where i am i'm like you guys know this song they're like of course it was on it was TikTok famous during COVID. Like this thing went huge. The yeah. Weller Man and then the, um, the Drunken Sailor one. That one's just been famous for a yeah, long time. Yeah, that one's that one. 
And then there's a there once was a ship that put the scene. The name of the ship was. Oh, no, that's the Weller Man. Man, the Weller Man go. Oh, it is the Weller Man. Yeah, I had to sing it in my mind. I'm like, wait a second. But yeah, anyway, that's the Weller Man. But but that's not the song we're gonna talk about today. It is not. This um, is actually a song. So those are all famous songs before. I mean, they their versions are the ones that got huge. Yeah. On TikTok, but I mean, they've been around for hundreds of years. The song that we're actually gonna discuss, they it was the first song they ever wrote by themselves. Oh, oh, okay. If so that makes sense. The Weller Man was a song they just did. Yeah, the Weller Man is like it, a yeah. famous sea shanty song. Yeah, that makes sense. But the one we're going to talk about, the uh, they wrote. Okay, and they're on. So we can play it. Um, I don't know if we're going to play all of it, mm-hmm. but at least you guys can kind of get a vibe of it. Um, oh, I bid farewell to the port and the land. I paddled away from braving Have you seen this video? I have. For a second, I thought they actually had like a music video of it. No, unfortunately. So they're they're just kind of singing this live. Uh-huh. That's how most of the music videos are. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what's cool about a folk group is it's all live. Right. I remember the fall and do they think So I'll just kind of let the chorus go and then we'll talk the about what it's about. Forever will be plotic. So it's kind of about um, guilt over survival. Survival yeah, survivor's what, what guilt. Survivor's guilt, guilt. yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a captain of a ship. Yeah. And the uh, he was a captain of the ship that everyone died besides him. Yeah which is usually also the opposite because he talks about like his crew and everything because usually the captain is the only one that he will go down with the ship. You know what I mean? So this is like extra guilt, I think. Yeah. On top of it, that's like specifically for seamen. Like if you understand it, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 no, totally. I think, um, so So the song starts with him. He, he's been returned home. Yeah. And he, he can't handle the guilt and he want i is he going out to kill himself he is so yeah. th- it starts off with him already deciding that he's going to take his life where so he's going to paddle out mm-hmm. um he's going to paddle out to where the boat sank and and drown himself i guess um sad it's sad dark so i've actually so i've been to their concerts uh <laughs> which yeah. are epic it's yeah. just like a room of you know like 600 people just singing along to these folk songs. It's, it's a vibe. That does sound like a very fun time. It was awesome. Um, and when they do this song, um, they all cry during it, actually. Like the whole room is like joyful. And then like you'll hear like from the crowds, the person yeah. speaking has to take a break sometimes because his throat gets choked up. Um, cause, I mean, it's a very sad song. And then afterwards, they'll like take a sec, they'll drink their beer and they'll be like, well, on that note, and then they'll start play, they go back to like <laughs> one yeah. of their joyful. Um, the song doesn't end sad. It doesn't. It doesn't. He, um, I can't remember what the line is. I think someone wrote it down in the comments, and I. The. Mm, oh yeah, now that I'm starting down, now that I'm staring down at the darkest abyss, I'm not sure what I want, but I don't think it's this. So he actually doesn't want to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he decides to like, does he end up deciding to like live for his crew that weren't able to live? Mm-hmm. 
live the life that they left him. Because in the song too, the the ghost of the crew visit him while he's in the water. Yeah, and tell him like in the like he's saying like their smiles say below that I don't owe them my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in in the movie, mm-hmm. do we start the movie with his crew being gone? Or do we see his crew die? You see, ah, there can be both ways. When I like, just like, just when I hear this, I think this song is almost like the third act. Yeah. You know, I feel like the first act, you know, we lose the crew. And then the second act is like him trying to do all these things to adjust to it. You know what I mean? Like him trying to survive with this guilt. Yeah. And then the third act, he finally... Goes to, goes out to sea, mm-hmm. and and then this all happens, and all the the ghosts speak to him and tell him that that he doesn't need to join them. Right, he needs to live his life. Um, yeah, I agree with you because the other alternative is this is the beginning of the film, but then this next part of the film is just him living life right to the fullest. Which could be a good movie in another way, but I don't think... Yeah, it could. But I kind of want there to be a lot of stuff on the ocean, a lot of... Mm -hmm. Are they pirates? I don't think they're pirates. I don't think they're pirates, because... Because he specifically, at the very beginning, he says he paddles away from Brave England's white sand. Yeah, so So he's an Englishman. Yeah, because he calls England Brave England. Right. If you were a pirate, you would not refer to England. Is the good... In that regard. Is the good, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there were English pirates, but they were obviously criminals, and so they didn't like their country. Right, right, right. I do like pirates better than I like just normal, normal English boring ship. But I know <laughs> Englishmen. Now, here's the thing, though. How do you think? So, my mind when I heard this song, I was like, "How? What circumstance could happen where only the captain survives?" I, I know. Like, that's where the story gets me. Is I'm like, what would have happened? Cause um, was it one of those situations where, okay, this is how we could add pirates. What if he gets, like, taken onto a pirate ship as the captain, and uh-huh. then, they, then they sink his ship? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. we could have the pirates, and we could have the fun with pirates. Mm-hmm. But he's still not a pirate. You see, what I almost think it could be is, like... The the exact same thing. The pirates, you know, they sink the ship. They take him as prisoner. And almost like... Well, I'm trying to think if this would even work. I don't know. I almost say, if he's talking Brave England as well, my mind is like, what if he even goes out? I think part of the movie could be as well. He goes out to try to avenge the crew. And he ends up taking out the pirates somehow, some way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just trying to think. I mean, I don't know how he could do that. Right. That's the thing. Um, so so, so that is definitely an option. Um, another thing is not forgiving the pirates, but just like letting them be is also mm-hmm. kind of uh, accepting what happened and moving on. Right. And not like, it's not a revenge. Because it could be a revenge story, mm-hmm. but I feel like that is not what the song is. Right, right. Well, I agree. I feel like if if we ever went the revenge route, it would have to be where it like taught that revenge 
didn't mean anything, if that makes sense. Because yeah. if he did accomplish it, he's still feeling this way. Like, it didn't change how he... Okay. You know what I mean? Here, it, did, it never changed. I, I, I have an idea. Okay. So what if these pirates get caught? Uh-huh. Right? So some some other ship gets them, and he finds out that they... I mean, what, do they always behead, or not behead, but hang Mainly pirates? Mainly hang, yeah, that's like the thing. So he finds out that the crew, and the captain specifically, was hanged, and he thinks that now he's good. Mm-hmm. But that's when, I feel like that's when he realizes, like, oh, he's actually not good, and that's when he leaves. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that way we do have the justice, so to speak, of the pirates getting caught, Right. But it's not revenge. And we also know that that's not what's going to make him happy. Yeah. Is the people who did him wrong mm-hmm. getting caught. No, I agree. Because it's kind of like, have you ever... So I've never like fully read it, but The Count of Monte Cristo. I haven't read it either, but yeah, I know it. Like the book... Now, this is funny because in the movie, like he gets revenge and it's sweet, you know, sweet revenge. But in the book, he actually learns that revenge doesn't mean anything like that's the yeah. movie switched it. Cause it's too hard to explain over the movie. But in the book, it actually taught like the whole messages of how revenge doesn't satisfy or actually bring joy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he would almost have that not revenge, but justification. And he's like, Oh, finally. But then, you know, are we recording? No, we are. I just, <laughs> You know, I just wanted to double check because that, so that red light means we're recording. Uh huh. But for some reason, I'm like, was that red light on always? <laughs> but no, we're definitely recording. Had a little bit of a heart attack. If we're not, whatever. Whatever. We have uh, a good conversation. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, is there like a famous pirate? I mean, there's lots of famous pirates. Yeah. But, um, I actually am doing a Dungeons and Dragons campaign that's pirates. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, someone, just a friend invited me, and we've done two sessions. And my character has done absolutely everything. Really? Literally everything. <laughs> so so I pur- purposely buffed my character to just be very charismatic. Because my play style is to talk to people rather than to fight them. Mm-hmm. So I try to convince them not to fight me rather than to fight them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I ended up rolling good on initiative, so I got to go first. And so I just walked onto the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I play like a female character, like the only female pirate. And I convinced the captain to just like take me down to the jail where because we were trying to find this guy that has knowledge of a treasure. That's all I, that's all we know. Yeah because we haven't found him yet. But he, I convinced him to take me down there. He locks me in the jail because the DM was being a jerk, even though I rolled really high. He locks me in there just so that the game doesn't end too soon. Mm-hmm. And then all my other crewmates go and get in a fight with everyone. And I talk to the guy down there. He found out he's dead. And so then I rip the door off of its hinges because I just rolled a 26 just by luck. Uh-huh. So I rip the door off its hinges, escape, make it to the top, charm the captain, and then convince the captain that I have like a magical uh, musical instrument that can summon the Kraken. Yeah. 
And I, I roll another 26 to convince him that. So then he runs to go get me the map to the treasure. He brings me back the map and then tells everyone to stop fighting. And all that my crew members did was just die. <laughs> I did everything. That's so funny. Uh, D&D is weird. I've never played it until now. Really? Have you played it at all? I have, yeah. One time with my dad and my brother. We did a D&D campaign. Did you do like a one shot, like a short thing? Or you yeah, did a full? Yeah, did a short thing. Yeah. They're, they, it's fun. I it had a fun, fun time. Like I like role play. Yeah. It's enjoyable. Like in group, like if everyone gets into it, like it's a fun. <laughs> yeah. my t- This guy... I like def- I beat the whole dungeon basically by myself. Just using then, your charisma, and then I told the captain, "I'm like, we'll stop fighting if you just give us the map." And so I tell all my team to like stop fighting because the whole reason we're there is to get this map, and they won't. He doesn't want to stop fighting. I'm like, you don't have to kill everyone. We came for the map. Uh huh. You're gonna die because the DM is. This is his first time DMing. Yeah. And he accidentally made the the um the bad guys too powerful. Uh huh. And so they're all dying. I'm like, there's no reason to kill them. You're never going to. <laughs> we, I have the map. Have and the so map. then I intimidated the captain to go get the map for me. So they're still fighting currently because we, we left the campaign in the middle. And he just brought me the map. And they're still fighting. And you just walk out. Because this guy, Cameron, will not stop fighting. I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> and I rolled persuasion on him because I have high persuasion. And he still just somehow beat me by luck. Really? Ugh, Cameron. <laughs> he, he's sounds also, like a menace he's also the guy that's like a stickler about rules uh-huh. like, come on bro we're just trying to have fun yeah it's D. let me get away with this <laughs> let me get away with this uh, okay back to oh what should we name our captain what's mm. a stupid english person's name james james hollandforth james hollandforth mm-hmm. like it i have no idea i just james is my middle name pretty english yeah. James Bradford. Like it? Actually, not to flex. Speaking of captains, I am the 12th great grandson of William Bradford, who was the captain of the Mayflower. Mm. I think I've told you this. I'm, I think I'm the 12th great grandchild, maybe more than 12, of the Duke of Normandy, Rollo the Viking. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. America should be mine, <laughs> hypothetically speaking. Of course, other people were here, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lots of them actually. Whole uh, societies, not Whole even society. not even just societies, civilizations. Societies that got to the point of like building pyramids. I know, like deep societies. <laughs> it's crazy that we just are uh, not with, we. With I wasn't their, there with their own libraries and everything. And um, yeah, those conquistadors were like, they don't need this. They, nope. need, they need Christianity. <laughs> yeah, Christianity ruined so many things in the past. Uh, Let's just burn it. <laughs> what if the pirates are Christian? No. What if they were trying to... What if he's a missionary ship? No, that's stupid. Is that stupid? A missionary ship? Yeah, is that stupid? That kind of is interesting Maybe, in a way. Yeah. Um, much missionaries. Because if he's a God believer, he could feel like... But if he was a God believer, he would he would think that God kept him alive for a reason right not the op. not, not like, the oh i shouldn't have been alive but but he but he could feel like oh it was a mistake he could he could but what do you but missionaries would never be captains of ships that's the only thing 
I know. I just thought it was interesting because I've never heard of that before. It's a new twist. I like it. And I don't know. I was just saying, like, they were trying to convert the, the pirates. pirates. That's cool. I kind of weirdly like it, though. We switch it to con. I like this. I don't know. I don't know because does it make it kind of campy and weird? Mm. Or is it good? I don't know. I think it could be a thing. I mean... So, okay, that that actually could be a thing because if he, he feels guilty because if he was just a captain of a ship mm-hmm. and these people were just hired to work on a ship, yeah, why would he feel so responsible? Uh-huh. But if he, like, made up a missionary initiative uh-huh. and recruited people specifically for this thing, went out on a boat, he's the first person to ever do it, and they all get killed by pirates. Mm-hmm. He would feel guilty because it's, it, it was, was his. his idea. Yeah, and not just like, oh yeah, we worked for the English government or whatever. And then a pirate ship came. And then a pirate ship, and, and you know that's it's horrible, but it's also just kind of part of the job, right? You know, no. So I feel actually, like, that's a good point, though. I feel like he needs to. It had to be a mission. Like there had to be more. Yeah, it had to be his idea. His had idea to, to had go to be do his something boat that got people killed. Yeah. So was his idea to like was his idea to be like missionaries or was his idea to convert pirates? I think to convert pirates because the, I mean historically there was a time where pirates were like all over the place, right? Yeah. And so I mean he, it was an actual problem. So if he thinks that he gets a message from God to like say like because you said the Christians are told, and and uh, probably other religions as well, that they need to bring more. They need to help other people, right? Mm-hmm. And so, in his mind, the pirates are the the most far gone. They're right. They're uh, career criminals mm-hmm. that literally gave up their entire existence to just be out on the ocean committing crimes so i feel like he thinks that he gets a message from god that the pirates are his goal that are his goal he wants to convert the pirates i like that and so i don't know if he gets a sponsor to get a ship or he's just independently wealthy right um i feel like he's independently wealthy. that's what i'm feeling like um he's just independently wealthy because lots he just has old money old money right from england and he so he has this ship or he buys a ship he recruits some crew members to come help him out i don't know how many mm-hmm. probably a lot i would i would guess so i mean a, a big like the biggest ship i mean are we talking like a hundred crew members or are we talking 20 like i definitely don't know well, what kind of ship are we talking about? I'm just thinking like an, a good ship, you know, three masts. Yeah. You know, front, middle, back. Yeah, a full Nothing crazy. ship. Uh-huh. I just don't know. I've never been a sailor before, so I just don't know what even is required. In Sea of Thieves, you only need three people, but let me look. <laughs> yeah, Jack Sparrow's little thing, he had just himself. That is true. Um, let's find this out. Actually, off on on Top Gun Maverick, it took two people to sail. It's, wait, what? In Top Gun Maverick, 
Yeah, do you remember when they were sailing the boat? Oh, you're right. Just uh, when Maverick and Penny went out on a... I don't know if that was an official date in that movie. I think it was. It qualifies. It qualifies. Um, How many crew members does a pirate ship... Would it cost to outfit and run your own pirate ship and crew? (laughs) Most pirate ships were fairly small with maybe a dozen guns. Okay, fairly small. Maybe a dozen guns and crews of around 50. Okay, that that's feels good to me because no, 100 is a lot, but 20s. Okay, 50 is good. I'm trying. It says a uh, Queen's Anne's Revenge, which is Jack Sparrow's Blackbeard. <laughs> <laughs> Edward teaches um, carried 300 to 400. Wow, Blackbeard was kind of killing it. I mean, he I knew was. he was a big deal, but he was a big deal. Although, uh, you know what's funny? One of the most renowned pirates is you know Uncharted, the game. Yeah. He's supposed to be a relative, a descendant of Sir Francis Drake. Okay. Who was an English pirate. So for the English, he was a good man. But for the Spain, I think he, I'm trying to, I actually was just looking at the numbers, but he's actually one of the most notorious people in Spanish history mm. is Sir Francis Drake because mm. of what he did to them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. like that. So is he, is... James a preacher because it would be if he convinced his entire all the men in his congregation to do this missionary initiative Mm -hmm. and then he returns to his congregation with all of the men dead and just him is back right that is so much guilt oh that's awful yeah and when and if he has to return to his congregation with all of the widows that he created, I, I can, oh, s- I that's can even, see that. Yeah, that's even more because probably a lot of them are from his congregation. Well, yeah, that's where he would find them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it would be fun to have like a couple atheists on board. Like, I mean, like, I think that would create some good um, yeah, maybe. stuff with him, just having random people on the board. Yeah. Because imagine like, well... About the congregation. Because if you had 200 people, most congregations aren't that big, are they? Well, I guess I'm trying to think of old English times. They probably could be. Yeah. I think so. The house of crew. Now, he well, said he's the captain. Everyone was mm-hmm. religious. It's back then, back right. Then. Now, since he's a captain and he has his own ship, was he a... Was he just a captain, a seller, a salesman turned into priest, turned into, you know, like missionary, if that makes sense? Maybe, or he just doesn't know how. Oh. And that's part of the problem. And that's part of the problem. Oh, that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, he just thinks so. He is rich because he just, like, he didn't earn it. Uh-huh. He's just rich because his family has been rich for generations. They just own land or whatever. Um, And he becomes a preacher... Because he has nothing else to do, basically, yeah. and he thinks he's he thinks he's the coolest guy that's ever lived. He's the richest oh, person mm-hmm. in the community. He's this spiritual leader. Yeah. And he believes that you know God came to me and said we need to help the pirates. Okay, uh-huh. and so he he's just such a cocky person that he's like, yeah, sailing's not hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he just has a ship and just 
heads out. Some of his congregation maybe has some experience. Right. So he's able to at least get off dock, mm-hmm. basically. And then they find a sh- pirate ship out there, and and they and they, however they do it, they set anchor and put the bridges across the thing, and he he crosses, and he gets captured, mm-hmm. and uh, he's just I feel like he's down in the prison when he and he can hear the his ship going down, right, and this is like like. They've had zero success. Mm-hmm. They barely made it off the ship. The first right. ship they saw sunk him, mm-hmm. killed him. And then I don't know how he got away from the pirates. I mean, do they just like he walked the plank or whatever? And because he was so close to shore, he just like washed back up or something. I don't Possibly. know. Possibly. Um, I'm trying to think. Do they ever like send message? Like, what if they like put him in a rowboat and just like send him to shore, like tied up, beaten? You know what I mean? Almost as like a message. Could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That sounds fun to me. Right. I don't know if they actually did that, but it sounds like a fun, you know, yeah. c- cinematic thing so that yeah, you can then do. He, then he, at that point, he has to return to his people, his congregation mm-hmm. full of widows and maybe a few men that didn't come for whatever reason. Right. And their children. Um, and yeah, he just has to face them. And I don't know, what's the best way to show grief or not is it grief i mean it is grief yeah but it's also um i mean he would be a trauma induced depression mm-hmm. um typically how, yeah how do you show that without telling especially in i'm thinking of well no they did i was gonna say him being a like severe drunkard yeah, a severe drunk. Afterwards, oh, and also we have to hear the oh, ghosts, right? Like the ghosts, of course. So the I ghosts think he needs to start hearing to... voices. Yeah, but I think those voices are like he thinks it's his crew bidding him when it's not. You know what I mean? It's just the trauma, the depression, and then when he gets to yeah. the water, he, he actually meets the real crew. Speaks the to real him. crew speaks to him, saying like, "No." And is that? Are we canonically saying it's the actual crew or it's just, again, in his mind? I think it's all in his mind. It could be all in his mind, yeah. I don't think there's any actual paranormal things going on. Right. In in my opinion. I mean, yeah. No, what's I your mean, opinion on that? Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Probably. I would say it's probably all in his mind. I mean, I think we see it, though. Like, I think we actually see, like, I see like, a cool image of, like, you know, he's in the water standing in the darkest abyss and like Yeah. The crew comes up to him. I think it could be in his mind though. Like maybe he like snaps back and it's all gone. Yeah, he might even you be like I mean? sinking in the water when this happens to him too. Mm-hmm. Like I think when I see like the ghost got to him, I see him like in the water, just like staring into the deep. And then through the deep, like Yeah. The crew and comes up. So and then it could have like a moment where he like like snaps back and then it's just clear again. And then that's when he's like, I don't know what I want, but I'm like, I don't, yeah, it's not this. It's not this. And then he, um, and also I think we don't see the crew die the first time in oh, real life. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Cause he's in the brig or whatever. You just hear it. Mm-hmm. But when he goes out there, um, then we, s- 
And it's, I guess we wouldn't know if it was, that's actually what happened, but we see a version of what probably happened. Mm -hmm. Well, I kind of like that idea because it's the version that he would have like thought of and we would have thought of just by the sound. You know what I mean? And the circumstance, like we would hear things, but we wouldn't actually. And so it's probably worse really than it actually probably was. Right. Because um, he is so, he just feels so responsible Uh that he thinks of it as worse than it is. Than it probably is. I mean, it's bad, but like he'll probably, you know, it's a little more. I mean, the pirates, I mean, pirates are pretty brutal. They notoriously, are. but yeah, I don't know. But I like that idea of it. And then, and then for some reason he just feels that they forgive him mm-hmm. or that they're with God. I mean, I don't know if he's still a believer. I don't know if this caused him to leave his faith for a bit. I think, uh, well, I'm not sure. I think it's mainly that what changes is he believes that they forgive him. Yeah. I think that's like the thing that changes him is that they, because that's what the, I mean, even in the song, it's like their smiles below say, I don't owe them my life. Meaning when he sees them, he sees them joyfully. Yeah. You know, and just kind of like, you know. Yeah. Them just waiting for their wives or whatever. Yeah. That they're happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I think this is a good story. It's a great song too. Like, oh yeah, it's I a mean, good. yeah. The the best part of the story didn't come from us. It came from from the longest Johns, but right. But I think it's a good. It's good. I we'll think pitch it, it to the longest Johns. Be we'll like, hey guys, next time they're in concert, there's always a group session. I'm like, listen, here's a script that I made. <laughs> that wouldn't be the worst idea in the world. <laughs> of if you a made a finished ocean, script and gave it to him, Bones in the Ocean. Read it if you want. I just want to hand this to you. If that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Here's my number. <laughs> and that's why, yeah, that's why I feel like we should make it campy at all. I agree. Just because their song is just not at all. It's very it's not serious. Campy. It's a very serious, mm-hmm. very serious, sad, um, emotional song. Mm-hmm. No, agreed. Agreed. All right. So um, we're probably, this is probably the end of the episode just because we, we do actually have to be somewhere in a bit. What oh. time is it? It is 1030. Oh, whoa. Yeah, how long? Have we only been going for 30 minutes? Does it say how long we've been recording? Yeah, 34 minutes. 34 minutes. That's my lucky number. Wow. How did we do that so fast? We were so on track. (laughs) I think it's because it's in the morning. Yeah. We never record in the morning. This is the first thing we've done today (laughs) other than the shower. And I think it really keeps us on track. I think in the morning we're just like, but at the end of the day we're like tired. So we like sometimes we were off. You know what I mean? Or just... I, I mean, because I knew we were going to probably have to stop early. Right. But right. I thought I'd have to, like, stop us. Yeah. Well, what's nice about this, though, also is we already have the third act done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it comes with a completed third act. That's fair. That's You true. know what I mean? That's definitely true. We're just getting the exposition and the story to it. Yes. Um. Today is Friday the 13th in October. It is. When we release this episode, is it going to be Friday the 13th? So we were going to do a movie review of the of Friday the 13th, the movie. Uh-huh. Um, we have done three movie reviews in a row just because... Did we do three movie reviews in a row? We did because we did... No. I think, so I think we did Barbie and then we did a script. Uh-huh. And then we did Scream. But we might have done Barbie then Scream because... Last time we were together, we finished the Scream movie, and so mm-hmm. we just recorded that and didn't have time to do another one. Oh, you're right. 
So I think we have two movie reviews in a row. You're right. I think we do have two movie reviews. But then if we release Friday the Thirteenth, it would be Friday the Thirteenth. It would be three in a row, which we still might do, just because it's Friday the (laughs) Thirteenth. Yeah, we could even just have it. And then this would be released after. And I guess if you're listening to this, you know what we did. Uh-huh. Because if there's no Friday the 13th episode out, you know that that's coming in a week. And if it's been out for a week, it's you, been out for a week. Then you already know what this is, yeah. We decided to just send it. Yeah. Friday the 13th, great movie, but not. I guess you'll hear about it. Yeah, you'll hear about it sometime. <laughs> yeah, our friend is getting married on Friday the 13th in October. Which I think is awesome. And she's not like a horror or a suspicious person. Uh huh. So it's not like she's like, oh, we should do that. That'll be fun. She just did it on accident. <laughs> like, what are the... It's kind of funny. It's awesome, though. Like, I... Most people I know... Like, I'm just ashamed that she doesn't realize the gravity of her situation. How yeah. awesome she is. How awesome it is to be married on Friday the 13th in October. Yep, they'll get divorced. <laughs> no. Because it's bad luck. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, you just say that on the podcast. She probably listens actually she, uh, she doesn't she doesn't listen, listen she to this. definitely she I listened to the back. first couple episodes when we first started it she doesn't listen to this i totally believe that and then she always like apologizes like oh i'm not caught up i'm like yeah you're not caught up we've done like 60 episodes you know what i am proud actually for all of our listeners out there um none of you guys are our friends because my friends and my family none do of not my listen. friends listen dude. <laughs> yeah. none of them listen to this so the people that do listen which we don't have a huge audience like maybe 50 people i I'll take it. None of them are our friends. None of them are our friends. <laughs> um, some of them might know us. Right, like, right. Like, I think our Instagram brought a few people in. Uh-huh. Um, but, We gotta yeah. get the TikTok back on. I forgot the password for the TikTok. I'll get it. <laughs> if, you are our, if you are our friends and we know you. Send us a message. Send us a message either through just like any way you know how to contact us because you're our friend. Oh, yeah. Let us know that you actually do watch because, Mm -hmm. yeah, most of our friends, or at least the close ones that I consider like when I think about my friends, the people I think about, don't, none of them. And I don't blame them. Like I wouldn't listen probably to every episode of a friend's show. Right. Unless I was just for some reason really interested in what they were talking about. That's true. It's kind of odd, but... Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, our friend that's getting married on Friday the Thirteenth stays together with her um, husband, brother. Basically, they're not brothers, but they look exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> they do look quite similar, um, but um, that's just the thing. This is the thing that happens. You know, you are attracted to what looks like you, and they're both like their family. Literally, their moms look exactly the same. I was telling Carter this. You're going to see them. Uh huh. They don't look exactly, but they could easily be sisters. Easily. Allie's mom and Josh's mom? Yes. Oh, yes. And I thought you were saying Allie looks like Josh's mom. I'm like... <laughs> no, Allie's mom and Josh's mom... Gotcha, look gotcha, exactly gotcha. alike. And now they're... Well... <laughs> Is Allie's mom taller than Allie? Yes. I can't wait to see this today. I am so <laughs> excited. Yeah, so our friend is uh, six, like three probably. She's a very tall, very tall for a woman. Yeah, because she's like an inch taller than I am. And her mom is taller than me, I think. Wow. And I'm six five. <laughs> <laughs> I was too, like, uh, I, I, I went on a few dates with Allie actually, like way back, like years, or like two years ago. Mm-hmm. I was too short for her. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't, like, she didn't want to. She's after the tall. I mean, you know, she's, Josh was perfect. 6'10". 
Yeah. Basketball there's player. Other, there's other reasons she didn't like me as a romantic partner because um, I don't believe in God, really. That's a deal breaker for her. <laughs> That's the, actually that's the major deal breaker. I don't think it's the this this is such long ago business. Like this, As, <laughs> like we have not even thought about dating each other for literally two years. Like we uh-huh. do, we've just been very close platonic friends for a long time. Right. But anyway, I just thought I'd bring it up because I think it's funny that her, her like so her her husband today that they're getting married is six ten. Did you already say that? Yes, but I don't think I clarified she was six ten. Her husband's six ten. Six ten. I feel like a child around him. Oh, every time I give like when we leave and we're like giving hugs and I give a, a you know, we give bro hug to Josh. It's like I feel like a child. And Hugging then their dad. I, I look up to him and he I'm like, So what are you gonna do? And he goes, Oh, I uh I've been like a accountant to print, I'm an like, accountant apprenticeship and I was like, That's cool. I go, I just transferred to community colleges. <laughs> Do you, you know what I always tell people? So um, like, I just met a girl last night, and she was telling me that she's trying to be a, or that she already is like an x-ray tech. Oh, good night. <laughs> and so whenever people say like what they're doing, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to be a cloud for a living. A cloud? Clown. Oh, clown. <laughs> you know, because I'm trying to do stand-up comedy, but also uh-huh. do like um, just entertainment. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, entertainment's important to society. It is. But it's not... Um, you see, it doesn't feel like it's important in the same way. Have you heard, uh, have you ever seen dead poet society? I have, but I don't remember anything about it. There is a great monologue actually from Robin Williams where he brings everyone. He's like, why do we do poetry? And he's like, mechan, you know, uh, mechanics, politicians, blah, blah, blah. And he lists off all, all these things. He goes, these are noble professions that are necessary for a living. And he goes, but poetry. And I just kind of mean like, and when he says poetry, I just think entertainment industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Movies, books, you know, music. He's like, but this, and he goes, my friends, this is what we live for. Yeah. No, I totally. Mm-hmm. Art is what makes us human. That's what he says. He goes, we do poetry because we're a part of the human race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like art is, art or life would be so sad without art. 100%. Everything in this room. Everything in this room is, is art. art. Yeah, we like if you look around, we have photographs. There's actually like we have books, six paintings, paintings. <laughs> um, cabinets that were made by someone in a stylish way. Yep, um, couches, design, interior yeah, design, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like animals don't do this. Yeah, human it, art is important. But I, anyway, just as a bit, I always say, yeah, I'm just trying to be. I'm a just clown. trying to be a clown. Everyone at Walmart thinks I'm going to be an adult film star. Dude, I've been told that too. I don't know why. Whenever I say filmmaker, I don't know why it's in everyone's brain that's like, oh, you're going to be an adult film star? I'm like, what does that happen? <laughs> Where's the leap? I mean, I know the leap, but they're like, um, so they're like, oh, pornography? I'm like, I mean, nah. I, I'm not close-minded to it. If I had an opportunity to create a porn film for whatever reason, like I'm not like against it, but that's not mm-hmm. the goal. <laughs> and so I don't know why everyone says that. I know. I don't get it. Like people, I get when we had mustaches, it was pretty funny. It, it fit pretty well. Yeah, but it wasn't like, it was, the only time we had mustaches was when it was like a bit to do it because of Top Gun Maverick. Exactly. Like a year ago. Yeah. But during that, I would be like, I want to be a filmmaker. And they're like, oh, like in a, a porn star? And I was like, yeah, exactly. Also, porn stars don't have mustaches anymore. Who's watching vintage porn these <laughs> days? 
<laughs> like no porn star has a mustache anymore. You just gotta watch Pearl's Peep Show. Yeah, actually, no, that's too old. They didn't have mustaches either. Oh, um, just gotta find the right time. You gotta find this middle line. Also, did you go on Pearl's Peep Show? Do you? Uh, well, I'll I haven't. It. So the movie Pearl, which mm-hmm. I eventually will end up talking about on this podcast because we love horror movies, and that was one of the better ones we've seen. Or did we already? I mean, we've talked about it, but not in a we've full. We've discussed episode. it, but not yeah. like how we do this new format when it's like you know. Um, so if you don't know. Pearl is the sequel or the prequel to the movie X and X is about porn. They're shooting a porn movie. And in the movie Pearl, one of the characters has a illegal German tape, porn tape. Mm-hmm. And so a 24 to promote their movie or I don't know if necessarily to promote, but they created this website where they collected all of the remaining porn movies from like that early, early, early era. Was it 20s? No. It was World War One. Yeah, so it was like early 1900s, eight, late 1800s. Yeah. So they, they collected all of the surviving tapes mm-hmm. and they just put it all on this one website. And it's actually really interesting because it's the first porn films, or at least the oldest surviving porn films you can find. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of interesting because some of them uh, have, like, you know how adult films, they'll, like, do something and then they'll, like, cut to a screen of just text? They do that in the porn. Oh. Which is weird. That is odd. Like, it's it's kind of funny to me. Uh-huh. Um, also, the porn is not very hardcore. It's It's a lot more tame than porn these days um, for obvious reasons right but most of them the the reason you brought it up about how they had mustaches back then but there weren't really very many men in those videos it's mainly just women most of them i think there's like nine videos on there i've been on the website one time Mm -hmm. because i was interested at like what the movies were and most of them were just like like there's one of like a woman just like taking a bath Mm -hmm. and like that's it um and did stuff you, like that. Did you see her penis? Yeah, did you see her penis? <laughs> um, if she had a penis, you would have seen it. <laughs> but no. But no. <laughs> you have to explain that joke because uh, uh, this is not one of my finest moments. <laughs> it we, is. We. It is. It is. It's one of the stories that I actually tell everyone because of how funny it is. Um, me and Jack went to go see Oppenheimer. Yes. <laughs> and. I there's so many parts of this that like is what time is it now? Oh, one sec. Ten fifth uh forty five, forty six. Okay, we'll finish the story finish and the then story. we'll wrap it up. Okay. Um and so, you know, there's like two sex scenes in there. So I have this app on my phone that just kind of alerts me three seconds before a sex scene. And so I just stand up and I just, you know, I'm like, I'm gonna go get popcorn. I just refill my popcorn, come back. Um and afterwards, because before the before the film, we were told by so many people that it's like some of the most graphic like sex scenes in the yeah, world. Yeah, it's not just like a, it's mm-hmm. not just a sex scene. It's like gross. It's like gross and graphic. And Jack was explaining, he's like, it was pretty vanilla. Like it wasn't like yeah, anything like, crazy. Yeah. And I was like, really? Maybe I'm depraved, but to me, and I feel like it's pretty like, it was very just softcore. It was, yeah. anyway, whatever. And so- I asked Jack, I'm like, yeah, well, did you, did you ever see his penis? 
And no, you never did. Yeah. No. He's like, no, no. And I was like, well, did you see her penis? And I <laughs> was just on the. And this was no. the most genuine question I, at the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> did you see her penis? <laughs> and I'm like, because <laughs> I, I just, my mind was in the penis role. And so it was just, you know, did you see her penis? I know, I know women don't have penises, but. <laughs> it was just uh, such a genuine question. Just the sincerity uh, in my voice. That was like the longest I've laughed for a while. <laughs> because it was like the most uh, it's like the most virgin thing you could ever do. Everything about it. The fact- got nothing wrong with being a virgin. I don't even think being a virgin is a thing. It's like the term virginity is just a way to like oppress women. But anyway. It, it's the most virgin thing you could have ever done because you had your phone. <laughs> buzz so that you could leave the theater during the like during the like titty scene where all you see is boobs and you like leave because you don't want to see it and then you you come back and then there's a second one and you leave again and then you come back and then afterwards you're asking me did you see her penis like i genuinely don't know women obviously have penises i have one like it's the funniest thing and obviously i knew you just accidentally like did a flub with your voice with your yeah. sentence uh, but it was just it was unbearably funny it's the funniest <laughs> thing that's ever happened to me funny. it was so good it was awesome that was it was a great story it's a great story i think we've mentioned it like one time on this podcast but did we we probably I, i'm sure we did i'm sure we did but for those who never heard saw that episode and now we're getting into this one you gotta hear it again because it's honestly one of the best stories yeah so. it was quite good <laughs> so we actually there are they are married right now right oh wait no it started at ten thirty. they might be married they're probably married yeah but we got to go take photos yeah we do. go to their uh little their luncheons later what time's their luncheon one what yeah I'm so hungry. we'll probably come back here between <laughs> i'm gonna have to eat food between then well we'll get it done okay okay good episode it was. I think uh, we have a lot to uh, work with. So Agreed. Longest John's, reach out to us. Yeah. We'll, well, we'll have to reach out to them. There's yeah. no way they're reaching out to us. I know. But <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to get to a more regular schedule, but there might, be, again, be a few more weeks. Until we then. Miss. But uh, let's jump back into the void. <laughs>